Welcome to the Creators Corner, the number one place to get creative, get strategic and to get results. I'm your host Jade Beeson and I'm so excited to be coming to you today with another amazing episode. I always find it awkward when I refer to my own content as amazing. (laughs) It sounds so ridiculous, doesn't it? Oh, here's another amazing episode from me. Anyway, it is a pretty good episode, so I'm gonna stick with it. This episode is all about the two types of content that all creators need. So this is every kind of creator, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're an influencer, like whatever it is, podcaster, like YouTuber, Instagrammer, TikToker, the lot. These two types of content you need in your strategy. Of course, social media content strategies cannot be summed up into a 30 minute podcast episode as much as we would all wish that they could they just can't be however what I can do is provide a bit of insight into two types of content that need to be a key part of your content strategy. I will be diving deep into these two different types of content, providing context as to why you need these types of content and also how to go about implementing them regardless of whichever channel you are on. So let's get straight to it. So a common mistake that I see a lot of people make when it comes to their social media strategies is that they focus on creating one specific type of content. And I'm gonna tell you right now, one of the most common mistakes and the most common types of content that people like to focus on is conversion type content. So content which is designed to get your audience to convert. Let me bring this to life a little bit. Conversion content usually includes like hard sell messaging, so for anyone who doesn't know what that means, it it's messaging that is usually quite aggressive, it's quite time sensitive, and it's designed to get your audience to do something quickly. So like buy now whilst the sale lasts or join my mailing list now to get this freebie, right? That's quite hard sell messaging. So conversion style content usually has a lot of hard sell messaging could sometimes be a little bit aggressive, which is needed sometimes, but definitely not all the time. And the content is usually selling something. Like you're usually selling a product or a service or maybe you're promoting another one of your social channels. You're just, or maybe you're doing like a brand partnership. So you're promoting someone else's brand. The point is, is that conversion style content is usually most beneficial for the creator versus your audience. So it comes from a place of, I need to sell this or I need to put this product in front of my audience. So that's what I'm gonna do. Now, there is a place for this type of content within your strategy for sure like 100%. It's almost a necessity to have this as part of your strategy, but it cannot make up the majority of your content. If you are constantly creating conversion style content that is trying to get your audience to do something, your audience are gonna feel like you are constantly asking stuff of them rather than feeling like you are constantly providing value to them. And that's where the problem lies, right? If your audience feels like it's more of a take relationship rather than a give and take then you're going to have a problem so that's a key mistake that people make when it comes to their content strategy so you might be asking okay fine if if I can't make up majority of my content with that style conversion style content then what types of content should I be creating instead well there are several different types of content you can create in but I'm going to tell you about my favorite and my top 
two. The first is awareness driving content. Awareness driving content is what it says on the tin. It's content which is designed to get your profile or your channel in front of your desired audience. So what does this look like? Well, on Instagram, awareness driving content is usually reels. On YouTube, this is usually content which is trending. So it's like trending topics. On TikTok, more often than not, it's when you've used a challenge or some trending audio. That's usually what helps you get some awareness. This type of content is incredibly important when it comes to your strategy, because if you're not getting in front of new people, then your audience isn't growing. And whilst we all have our own objectives for our social media channels, I think we can all agree that one of the objectives is to grow our audience, right? We are on social media because we want to benefit other people's lives. And we want to do that through our content, for our services, for our products in order for us to do that we need to get in front of them right and that is where awareness driving content will come in so I'm going to dive deep into YouTube for an example here and I'm going to actually use my own YouTube channel for an example on YouTube I know that there are certain topics I can talk about that's going to get me a lot of views so for example if I upload a video about Instagram updates I know that's going to do well because people want to stay up to date with what's changing on the platform. I know it's going to perform well. I therefore know that that type of content is really great for my awareness. I know it's going to get me in front of a new audience. I know it's going to help me grow. So I'm going to make sure that that's a big part of my strategy. For TikTok and for Reels, a lot of the time it's the audio and it's the challenge or a trend that you can jump on. And you know that if you use this trend or you use this audio that is really starting to blow up and you pair that audio with some really high quality content, you know that you're potentially gonna reach a few more people than you normally do. And that's especially the case on Instagram when you use Reels, because in case you didn't know, the algorithm which powers Reels on Instagram is actually geared and designed to get you in front of new people. That is why you get so much reach from your Reels and that's why Reels can really help you grow. So awareness driving content is the first type of content that every creator needs on their channel. You need content which is designed to get in front of a new audience so that you can grow your influence. Creators, I have something for you. If you create content online as a way for you to grow your influence or to promote a business, then I have the only resource you will ever need. The Creators Club is a membership club I developed to help creators thrive online. The club features masterclasses covering a whole range of topics from YouTube SEO to Instagram Reels and so much more. And these masterclasses are updated on a monthly basis. The club also includes monthly live Q&A sessions with yours truly, in addition to other industry experts such as Facebook ads experts or tax advisors. Members of the club also get access to a whole bank of resources such as content calendars and my favourite part is that all members of the club are part of a private Facebook community where we all hang out and help each other thrive online. If you join the Creators Club now you'll receive instant access to the whole bank of masterclasses in addition to all of the resources and the ability to watch previous Q&A sessions. So you literally will have so much content for you to binge so that you can immediately make changes to your own online content strategy and level up. So if you're ready to take your content creation to the next level, head to jadebeeson.com forward slash the creators club. Link will be in the description. I can't wait to see you in there. So the second type of content that you need is advocacy driving content. If you've watched any of my other content, you'll know that I'm a big fan of the word advocate and advocacy. And essentially when I use it, I'm referring to having an audience of followers or subscribers 
who advocate for your channel and your content. To advocate for someone's channel and content, it basically means for you to really support it more than the average subscriber or follower, for you to share it with other people, with your audience, for you to basically support that content as much as you possibly can. It's really someone who goes above and beyond for your content, right? So that's what an advocate is. And that's really what I believe we should all be striving for is to have a group of advocates across our channels. So it's not just about growing, but it's also about how we can engage our new followers to the point where they massively support and advocate for our channel, right? So this is where advocacy driving content comes in. This is content which is not designed to help you grow. It's not content that's going to blow up. It's not content that's going to get you views or plays. Instead, it's content that's going to help you bond with your audience and hopefully will turn your audience from passive subscribers or followers all the way into advocates and true supporters. Dare I say even fans? To me, fans are even one step further than advocates. Fans are like diehard people who support you, which a lot of us mere content creators you know, will struggle to have at some point because a lot of the time fans and a fan base kind of accompany celebrities and stuff. So not all of us will ever get fans. I hate to break it to you, but we will get advocates if you follow these strategies and also listen to my other podcasts and follow me on my social media. (laughs) So what does advocacy driving content look like okay so this is content which opens a dialogue with your audience this is one type of advocacy driving content so imagine you opening up your instagram account and using the interactive stickers on your stories and using those stickers you know like the q a box there's the poll feature stuff like that using those stickers to open a dialogue with your audience and actually communicate with them and ask them how they're doing ask them what they need help with provide some advice maybe or maybe just share some more about you that's of content which is really great advocacy driving content right you're opening up a dialogue with your audience and you're facilitating a conversation so it's no longer a one-way street where you're just shoving content in front of their face now you're actually bringing them in and you're creating a conversation another type of advocacy driving content is content which you know your audience wants but may not perform well i'm going to use my youtube again as an example here so As I mentioned, if I upload a video about Instagram updates on YouTube, I know that that's gonna perform well. On the flip side, if I upload a video, like a vlog, day in the life, I know that that's not gonna perform anywhere near as well. However, I also know that my true advocates of my channel want to see vlogs. And I know that the people who are gonna watch the vlogs are the people who are either already engaged in my channel or have the potential to become super engaged, right? So they're my really like high value, high quality audience. So I create the vlogs for them. I create these vlogs, I upload them. I know they're not gonna do well. I know they may not make me like loads of money or any money, (laughs) but I still know that they're an important part of my strategy. And this is something that a lot of people forget about because we often get so bogged down on the numbers and so focused on how many people we're reaching and how fast we're growing, rather than, well, what's the quality of my audience? And then we forget that we have a direct influence on the quality of our audience. If we spend the time to create these advocacy 
driving content, then we will have the ability to convert our audience into advocates. It's something that we have to do. It's not like all you have to focus on is getting the reach and the follower count and that the followers should do the rest. You can't expect all these new people who are looking at your content or following your content to suddenly think, okay, well now I really love this person. I'm gonna just do everything I can to support them. You're gonna get the odd people who are gonna do that from time to time and shout out to those people because they're the real OGs. However, it's not gonna be guaranteed. It's never guaranteed, but there are some stuff that we can do to really influence the rate at which we are actually moving people from being just a follower to an advocate. So those are the two types of content that I believe all creators need. Now, I want to take a second just to talk about formats of content before I wrap up the episode, because what I've spoken about here is types of content from a strategic point of view. But there's also something to say to the format of your content. So videos, vertical videos, you know, static photos, carousels, regardless of what it is, we're on different channels, right? So it's it's going to be referring to a whole different host of content. Now, when it comes to the formats of the content that you're going to be sharing, it's important to always remember two things. The first thing is using a mixture of formats is always a good place to start. So if you are unsure on, okay, should I be sharing more videos or reels than static photos? Should I be sharing more carousels? If you're on TikTok and you don't know whether to share more stories or more posts to your grid, if you're on YouTube and you don't know whether or not to share more shorts versus your standard uploads, the best approach is to share all of them. Start with all of them, test them all out, Give yourself at least three months worth of data before you decide which format you want to focus on. Even if there is a format you want to focus on, you might get through that testing process and decide, actually, all of these are working for me or all of these formats have their own purpose. And that's totally fine, too. It's rare that you know which format suits your style best or is best received by your audience without testing them all out first. So as with everything, I always say, like any changes you ever make to your social media strategy, give yourself a couple months of testing something before you make a decision. Another thing to bear in mind though, is what your audience might want to see. So again, this is where testing is gonna help, but when you're thinking, okay, I'm gonna post this today, but I don't know if I wanna make it a reel or a carousel. If you're really unsure, and maybe you're still in the testing process, ask yourself, what do you think your audience would want? Everything has to begin and end with your audience when it comes to your social media strategy. That is the ultimate piece of advice that I could give you. So that also applies when you're trying to decide whether or not you wanna upload this piece of content as a TikTok story or as a TikTok post or whatever. You need to ask yourself, what do you think your audience would want to see? And those people push me back on this because they're like, I have no idea. (laughs) And then they think, should I poll my audience? Which you can do, but bear in mind that not all of your audience will take part in your poll. But also if you're someone who's trying to transition to a new niche or get a different type of audience, then there's no point polling your audience because they're not the audience you're trying to get, right? So polling your audience can also work, but I think what's best is for us to get used to and for us to practice the process of us putting ourselves in the shoes of our audience and really trying to imagine and foresee what we think our audience would respond well to. 
it's gonna take some practice. I know that firsthand, but I can also tell you firsthand that it becomes so much easier over time. So I've spoken about the two types of content that all creators need, awareness driving content and advocacy driving content. It's completely up to you to balance these types of content accordingly, right? That is up to you, that's up to your objectives, that is down to your strategy. However, as I mentioned, when you're deciding the balance or when you're deciding the type of content or the format of content you wanna share, Think about your audience and what they would want. That is going to be your guiding light. So that's it for today's podcast episode. If you enjoyed this, I would love it if you left me a review. It really helps me out. If you hit the subscribe or the follow button and if you shared it with someone else who might find this useful. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait to see you in my next episode.